Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the fourth place finisher of Nexus Park, Waxler, about keeping his participation under wraps and finding his footing in the pre-merge. This is part one. I'm joined today by the fourth place finisher of Alliance Nexus Park, the final member of the season's jury, Waxler. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Good. Doing good. Great. Good to hear. Uh, It has been a while, uh, so I'm fascinated to get to hear your side of the season and how things transpired and unfolded. A lot of exciting and dramatic moments uh, from start to finish, really, uh, especially in your case. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I guess before before we can actually talk about Nexus Park, uh, I think we should kind of cover where 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 we come from, where we started. Uh, you are the partner of then player of. Alliance High Seas, now production member Crystal. Yep, that's me. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what was it like as a viewer initially when you were watching her play uh, back in that time, back in that season? It could definitely be overwhelming at first, especially if it's not something you've ever been part of. So, the first, I guess I would say, few weeks were a little overwhelming, but once that you get into it and start talking to everyone, the community is really great about bringing everybody into the chat and uh, explaining things as they need to. So not having a huge knowledge of Survivor in general, I did end up learning a lot, and I had a lot of fun with it. So that's mostly what got me into playing. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, though, after getting the hang of everything and trying to get reads on what everyone was really thinking. <laughs> Yeah, it, it definitely can take a second to uh, find your footing in these uh, unwieldy servers, um, especially earlier in the season when there's, you know, 50-some-odd DM channels and it can, yeah. be, can be a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you applied to play Nexus Park in mid-June, and uh, that, I believe, is like somewhere around the end of when high seas took place uh so famously (laughs) you are known for denying wanting to play and or applying to play (laughs) what uh, is that just who you are as a person that kind of created that situation and circumstance probably a little bit (laughs) to be fair uh i don't know i guess it just became something that I didn't expect it would. And after a while, it just became funny for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> But there were a lot of questions about me playing because of, I guess, how well of a viewer I ended up being. I understood a lot more than I think even I expected. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, you were, uh, you were, you were the um, best viewer that season, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I did end Favorite up winning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I mean, 
to be expected. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it. I mean, it it was fun, especially up until the fact that uh, everyone got into the server and I couldn't be invited because I everyone knew <laughs> I had Mega Crab. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, you. Um, in under the uh, question on the application of who slash where did you hear about this game from, you cited Cheese and Crystal. And then said, don't tell either about this, please. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even tell Crystal until the very last minute, <laughs> until there were questions. So she is the first person outside of production I found out. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I think he's guessed it because, unfortunately, he is observant sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> It lasted a long time though, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a good joke. I appreciated it as being in on, being in on it from the beginning. Um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, it was good times. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. It it was hard to keep up with towards the end, but I am glad that it worked out for the most part. <laughs> yes. So, uh, applied in June. Uh, season starts in. Uh, late September, early October, I think, or maybe even October first. Maybe ruining was the last day of September, and um, you are uh, invited into the server and uh, get your first chance to kind of see who you'll be playing with. Mm-hmm. And given that you have just spent the previous season and I believe even a chunk of the off season, you know, kind of finding your footing within the community as a whole. There's a handful of people on this cast that you probably recognized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what uh, you know? What were? Did you have any kind of instant reactions to the other people on the cast that you did recognize, or, and then by extension, reactions to just how things were going in in uh, marooning in general? Uh, I think some of the. So some of the people I didn't know before even taking my own notes, it was like Bird, for example, and um, SM was one of them that I remembered. But So I expected it would be interesting, especially just with all the trivia that we had played. So I knew it was going to be a hard season going in. I was not expecting to do well, that's for sure. <laughs> so I did just hope to have a good time and see how long I could last in the game. I didn't really have any expectations for myself, but was just trying to enjoy myself. Uh, you said you were taking notes for marooning? Yeah. I, so um, Some things looked familiar to me from the things I did read on the original server. I don't know if we still have access to that, but all the AMAs and everything. Since mm-hmm. then, I did do, I believe I did one before my season. So I, I did read some of the past ones, so I was able to put together a lot more relationships with past members than I'm not sure others did that as well, but I guess from what I've heard, I was one of the first ones to figure out that Bramble was <laughs> related to bread. Uh, obviously, Beans, I got that one as well, that they were, uh, that her husband was a fourth place finisher as well. Mm-hmm. So I put together a lot of the past relationships <laughs> and I don't know how many other people did that, but I did take a ton of notes right at the beginning. <laughs> so, so yeah. for the, obviously like having the, this sort of 
having the notes on the players is helpful just from a who they are what can i talk to them about you know knowing more about them definitely benefits you from a social standpoint in the game uh, when you were and i think that very much so from a you know preparing for the season itself uh when you're taking notes on them uh during marooning or even after once the season has i guess marooning doesn't isn't really day one but like the season has basically started at that point um from that point on it is there a shift in like kind of the goal of note taking in so far as you know okay i don't need to know like who these people are as much as i need to know like how i'm going to have to like I don't know how to phrase it, like how I'm going to have to deal with them or that, that seems a little like pedantic, but uh, how I'm, how I'm going to have to like work with them throughout the season, what I could expect from them if they're in, if they end up on my tribe, that sort of thing. Uh, I guess with SMM, that's a pretty good way to look at it because based on who I connected him with, I expected he would be chaos and that was correct. So, um, <laughs> The rest of it didn't really help as much as I was hoping. Like, we started off really slowly in conversations, and I don't know. I, I think a lot of that was just my own social uh, weaknesses, I'll say. I don't do very well in one-on-one -on -one conversation, I've learned. <laughs> so I, I did struggle with that, and I was hoping that notes would help, and it didn't seem to. It took a while to actually get a lot of conversations going and get any type of footing with people. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, when you get into this into marooning, you eventually learn, uh, along with the rest of the cast, that this is a larger sized cast. Uh, Eighteen players at the time. It was the tied for the largest cast we'd had, and previously that had been the case for our fourth season in Dark Forest, where we started the season with three tribes of six. Uh, this time around, we ended up doing two tribes of nine. As everyone moved through, moved eventually moved from marooning uh, and entered the park proper through a couple of little command tutorial things, and um, was divided into the blue Euphoria tribe and then the orange Mirth tribe, which you were on, and you shared that tribe with Bramble, Brendan, Chaco, Court, Jimmy, SMM, Spavi, and Trip. And so shrinking the, 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 you know, half as many people to deal with is always nice. Um, what was, I don't know, how did you, if it's something where you, it took you a bit of time to kind of get into the groove and as far as one-on-one -on -one conversations was going on, like, I don't know, how did you feel you, where did you find, kind of find your place within this tribe or did you not even have one for a couple of days? If any of us really had a place that early on, I guess Trip was the only one that had a place since, <laughs> I mean, we knew that he was not around. So there, I guess that was the only one that really had any kind of placement because it just, no one heard anything from him as far as I'm aware. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but I think we were all just trying to learn how to get along and how to talk to each other, especially me. I really struggled with conversations early on. And I guess it just seemed really silent and that just nothing was happening for a while. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, it was definitely a lot the first few days. Uh, trying to learn my place on and just hope for the best. Okay, okay. Uh, one of the other things on this first day of the game is you found a neural link in one of the sub-channels. Uh, you went to pick up some litter, and bingo bango, you are... Uh, touched by I forget exactly how it was worded but a bit of something rubs off of the litter like onto you and oh wow you have a Neuralink now yeah not that it did me any good but yes I found (laughs) one very very quickly (laughs) yes and so you had the ability to create a DM channel with somebody on the opposite tribe Um, you didn't have to do it immediately but (laughs) You know, it was, uh, but of course there would eventually be a point in the game where it would stop having any value or even sooner than that. If, you know, other, uh, forces act upon you. So why talk, talk me through, like, did you, who you were instinctively like, Hmm, if I did set it up right now, I'd pick X and then why, what was the, cause of wanting to wait as long as you did so i guess instinctively my first choice was bird only because at that point the two of us played so much trivia together and i felt like it could be a decent relationship but it didn't make sense from a game's perspective because we didn't really interact at all like some in marooning but it was just gonna be something totally random so (laughs) i didn't do it for that reason. Uh, as for waiting, I thought, oh, well, hey, if there's ever a merge or if we switch tribe or not merge, if we ever do switch tribes for any reason, then I'll try to keep my allies together, use it on one of them, not knowing at the time that nothing <laughs> would never happen. It sounded like a great strategy. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> so... That was the original idea was, oh, if we swap, uh, I'll try to keep with whoever I do make a relationship with. But obviously, as we see, <laughs> that may never have worked out. <laughs> no, not not quite. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was never a swap. So, well, But, you know, if this was a season that did have a swap, that I think would be a reasonable expectation for, you know, I think, you know, you weren't the only person thinking that with regard to Neuralinks. And, uh, you know, it's a risk to use it as early as day one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess I should have put more thought into it as the days went on, but I just kind of gave up on it and (laughs) it just became too late. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So Bird found a Neuralink also on day one. So did Maddie. So did Bramble Cat. Um, the only person to use their neural link on day one was Bramble Cat to set one up with Bird. <laughs> Which brings us to the first immunity challenge. Uh, so, like every other season we've had, the first immunity challenge is something that requires a 24 hour time period window of doing things that are generally repetitive and oftentimes not particularly difficult. Uh, it's more about putting in the energy and doing the work. Uh, this was one of the easier of those. 
and we asked everyone to ride the ferris wheel some number of times and you'd ride it you'd be on there for an hour up to four people from each tribe could ride it you didn't have to do anything once you're on there but if you did want to talk you'd have the, the ability to talk to the other three people from your tribe as well as up to the four people from the opposite. so uh 24 hours so often people are you know staying up later waking up earlier um people in different time zones are very helpful in this situation as well uh and unlike a lot of others that we've done this one enabled you to actually have those conversations with people on the other side, even if it was in a bigger group setting. So what about, how how did you feel about this challenge? How did you feel about, you know, the 24 hours? How did you feel about talking to the people on the other side? Well, being a pastor year, I knew that the first one would be a 24 <laughs> since that every single one up to that point had been. <laughs> so I was not surprised to hear that, <laughs> but I thought it would be interesting. I should have realized the communication aspect more, I guess, going in, especially there were hints to things that I guess I didn't read as far into as I should have. But uh, I thought it would be a lot of fun, especially getting to talk to the others. I don't remember having that much of an opportunity to talk to the others based on my time zone and the times I did end up choosing. But when the few times that I did get to, it was... It was beneficial, I think. Yeah, it looks like... So you could only uh, ride the Ferris wheel 10 times per person. Uh, You had two roughly four-hour blocks of time that you were on it. Um, One in the evening of the first day, and it looks like another either like super early in the morning or I guess potentially super late in in the evening for you. Um, And you probably, from the other tribe at least, you would have overlapped predominantly with Bird, Nay, Spenjamin, and then to the lesser degree, um, Maddie, Jordan, and Taylor, it looks like, and a little bit of Steph. Yeah, I think the most that I did get to talk was the time that it was with Steph, and then <laughs> my shift was ending, so it wasn't very long. So, yeah. <laughs> How when so and i think this is kind of true of i think most of the people that i talked to from your season in that you know you have this golden opportunity to talk to people in the other tribe it doesn't matter that it's out in public doesn't matter that it's um you know there's you can't really set up much of an alliance or a working relationship with people on the ferris wheel given the way that it's structured but just having the exposure in that way because we're not in marooning anymore uh no everybody is not kind of like putting on airs <laughs> because they're all able to see the same channel it's yeah. you know things are actually happening this is actually part of the season and so everybody i think that i've talked to has basically said like yeah i kind of wasted that opportunity <laughs> you know yeah i can definitely see that but like I said, for myself personally, I feel like I was on there a lot on a quieter time. Because I know a few of the times I feel like there were maybe 10 messages said at most. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't... I didn't have a huge amount of time with other people, but the time that I did, I probably just wasted it. <laughs> like... Sure, sure. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so, 
ultimately, this challenge becomes about which tribe can get people to ride the Ferris wheel more often than the other. Uh, with nine people, each able to ride up to ten times, that means 90 <laughs> rides of the Ferris wheel is the maximum number. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. If you lay out the 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 rules of this challenge in front of most people, especially people who've, you know, got experience with orgs, I feel like that's a pretty reasonable thing to hit in a 24-hour period of time. And yeah. yet, and yet. Um, so 15 of the 18 people on this cast hit the full 10. Uh, Lord Shamrock on Euphoria did 2 out of 10. Spavi for Mirth did 8 out of 10. And uh, really the um, reason for the outcome of the challenge is more so than anything else is trip who does a great big fat goose egg out of 10 unfortunately yeah shame <laughs> yeah i mean that's a nice way to put it <laughs> i mean yeah i mean and, uh, like i said by this point i assume he just hasn't made any communication with anybody <laughs> right and so one of the nice things about these kinds of challenges is that you don't need me to tell you who's not pulling their weight <laughs> uh <laughs> i think both tribes had some sort of a sh spreadsheet set up of you know when they were going to ride the wheel ferris wheel and so on and so forth um and even if you didn't have that you can probably pick it up just by you know oh i haven't seen so and so whatever um so i as much as i can gather i assume this was a pretty set in stone vote from the moment you realized you'd lost the challenge you would think so yeah <laughs> you would think <laughs> that was the i mean that was the confidence i had going in so yeah you yep. would think <laughs> so what else what else was there going on then um no, nothing on my end i thought we were all on the same page so I had no idea that we weren't. I was pretty confident about that, especially some of my confessionals show that. So, nothing for me. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. And <laughs> given the sort of, the, or at least given the theoretical uh, one-sidedness of the upcoming vote, the first tribal council, <laughs> did that provide you with any real time and or space to i don't know kind of like feel out if there were any smaller factions within mirth yet or was it just like eh, i don't really we, none of us really need to figure out and like or at least the vibe you were picking up on anyway none of us really need to kind of do a lot of work on this one we're just gonna all vote out trip <laughs> yeah that's what it seemed like going in anyways uh I didn't think too much of it. Excuse me. Someone had, who just didn't participate at all, it felt like that was the easiest vote of the day. But, of course, like I said, too much confidence. <laughs> I came back and showed me I was wrong. Yes. So, uh, we show up to Tribal Council. Mer uh, Trip, of course, does not. <laughs> yep. um, I think uh, there's a, one or maybe one or two other people I had to forcibly add to the channel uh, nine people's a lot so 
And I think it was a bot issue though for a couple people, not that they weren't around. <laughs> if I remember right, <laughs> like, uh, could have been, could have been. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. And so, you you know, you're kind of going through this whole rigmarole of tribal council, and I, I don't know. Like, is there ever anything said by anybody that? clues you into like hey this might not be a, a unanimous trip vote nope <laughs> nothing nope i uh, looking back i seem fairly confident that it's just gonna be everyone on trip and we're gonna go on to the next day <laughs> um, pretty sure that's where my mind stayed <laughs> until we start anyways <laughs> yeah so uh, you know, Jimmy, Brendan, Cord, SMM, yourself, Swippy, Spivy, Chaco, Bramble, they all vote. I'll go tally the votes. Notably, I did not say Trip had voted. Yeah. <laughs> um, which makes it all the more confusing when the first vote I reveal is for you. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we do with that? Uh, I think my first reaction was to just laugh about it because I was so confident. <laughs> so. Like, just made myself look like a fool, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not the first time, I'm sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. More so confused, I don't understand the idea of not staying with someone who obviously didn't have any part in the whole challenge. You said uh, shortly after that the vote was revealed, this is where I'm supposed to be paranoid and try to go crazy figuring out who <laughs> voted me, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I th I think that that's the only reaction that people expected because it's just so off the wall of a vote. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't understand the purpose of it, but right. on day one, I wasn't going to let it bother me too much. Yes. Uh, fortunately, the rest of the votes come out as expected, and Trip is voted out 7 to 1, um, the lone Waxler vote. Uh, and even, not even... Uh, 20 or so minutes after the vote was revealed you'd already had a guess who it was i prodded you for more information and you said it's i think it's smm <laughs> uh i mean as soon as we were able to talk to each other he came running to me and like oh why why would that be a vote like who could have done it well so it, it just seemed like that seemed weird i <laughs> took it as it was him i, I just didn't understand the point of the vote so it didn't help my trust with him at all, but I was already lacking that from expecting him to be chaos. So all of that did was prove to myself that I was correct. <laughs> so it definitely didn't help him at all. Right. And it, I don't know. It just like, it's, it's uh, maybe if for some reason, somehow he knew a swap was like coming or that, like, the season was going to have three or four swaps, or, I don't know, something else. I could see not being as concerned about, like, having tribe unity or something like that. That's kind of a reach. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, it, yeah. yeah, I just don't understand it at all. It's... I still don't understand it, even looking back. I... <laughs> just think it's a bad play to start the season especially for someone who was pretty active because i did my 10 shifts i took shifts that nobody else wanted <laughs> so like it 
It, it's just not the right time. There's nothing pointing to that vote that makes any sense. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like I said, it's just strange. Yep. <laughs> it's, that's just SMM doing SMM things. I mean, it, it turned into a good talking point, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a... It's... There's nothing else good that came from that. <laughs> so, we move ahead down to eight people on Mirth, and uh, still trying to kind of figure out this game and and where the lines are within these tribes. And so, mm-hmm. we have the next immunity challenge, which was Space Cadet. And here we asked both tribes to number themselves uh, from one to eight, which meant somebody on euphoria would be sitting out that ended up being lord shamrock and uh euphoria approached this by ranking themselves alphabetically and then i believe a large chunk of mirth's sequencing was related to just like people picking their favorite numbers or something to that effect and then after that happened everyone else kind of just filled in what was remaining does that sound correct yeah, I didn't care what number I got, so I just let everybody else pick and took whatever towards the end that was left. Okay. Uh, so you got number one, <laughs> which paired you up with Bird. How fortuitous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, def- Very first time. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a uh, uh, definitely not a prediction and forecast of things to come. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> And so I believe this was one of the challenges where once we set up the rules for it, we locked you out of your DMs for the rest of the challenge portion of time. Yeah. And so you had plenty of time and space to talk to Bird after you scheduled what time you'd want to run the challenge. And uh, I mean, almost basically getting a neural link for like half a day, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave us a lot of time to talk to just the t- just each other. So I guess I felt like, I don't know if I used that as much as I could have, but I felt like it was beneficial for everything that was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was used, which is more than I can say for all of the channels <laughs> of, that were created for this purpose. I mean, it was definitely used. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Bird was not most talkative for no reason. <laughs> I think I want to say that. That's true. That's true. It, it was definitely used. Uh, you exchanged information about which uh, bots you'd found out in the sub channels where you learned Crystal was a bot over on the Euphoria side of the season. Um, exciting. <laughs> it, unexpected. I had no idea she was a part of it at that point. Yeah, I I was thinking about this a couple minute a few minutes ago and I don't remember cuz obviously when I asked her to to help us with that, I wasn't able to tell her that you were playing. And mm-hmm. so I'm not yeah. sure how I asked her to do it without and like I don't know if I told her explicitly like hey, don't let Waxler hear you. But I couldn't have said that cuz that's really suspicious. <laughs> so I'm not Yeah. Sure. I don't remember how that conversation went. I think I was working that day is what ended up happening. So I helped her set up because she said she was recording something because she had no idea how to set anything up. <laughs> like, I did that part with her and then I was at work for the day and 
I just never thought anything of it, to be honest. Like, I never asked her about it. I never... I just let it go. <laughs> and yep. Turns out, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yep. Uh, you also... Um, you you mentioned the off vote to Bird, um, but I don't think uh, don't think I don't think you threw out SMM's name just yet. Uh, no, that wasn't to Bird. No, no, not as far as I remember. I think that came later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh no! Here I see it. Uh, after what was said in last tribal, I would assume it'll likely be Spavi if we lose as he is the one that missed and most people have said they would go by challenge performance other than that smm is my guess as who voted for me so i may consider pushing him so man just like i find it so interesting how for the better part of four months you can be tight-lipped about even playing the season and yet uh here we are (laughs) (laughs) on like day four and it's just like the information's flowing freely (laughs) uh i I assume that i had a purpose (laughs) (laughs) i doubt it was just i assume there was an idea behind that because i obviously i went back to not sharing anything as the game goes on so i i assume i had a point (laughs) saying that (laughs) And and I think another aspect to it is just, you know, how it's it's especially this early in the game, it's tough to know what information is important and what matters because, especially because you're talking to somebody on a completely different tribe than you, either one of you could be voted out before the merge happens. Um, yeah. So could SMM. Uh, all th- any three of which would sort of render this sharing of information kind of void. Uh, if it even mattered in the first place, like, you know, especially in the case, like if it's does, if it's not not something that really particularly bothers you, it shouldn't, you know, really matter to most others either, especially when you were Mm -hmm. the one on the receiving end of that extra vote. So, yeah, I mean, it never, I guess it wasn't much of a worry for me. I didn't think that I had to, I don't know, I guess keep that to myself or anything. It's not the best information to share, but I didn't think it hurt me too much either. Gotcha. All right, so we get to the challenge. It's set up to start at 9 my time, 6 your time. And the way this functioned was uh, once it started, it lasted for about 30 minutes, and there would be a prompt that would show up. And it would have three uh, different tasks you could complete to get a varying level of points. And so the more points, typically the more difficult the task became. Uh, and it was first come, first served. So if Bird got it before you, they got the points. If you got it before them, you got the points. Mm-hmm. So speed, definitely important. Reaction time, important. <laughs> uh, solving, I don't know, relatively basic tasks that might require a lot of work out of you i guess also important um how do you feel how how confident what's where's your confidence level in that type of a challenge uh against 
someone that wasn't Bird a little more than <laughs> when it was Bird. I I expected it would be competitive. I expected it to be close. I didn't. I wasn't sure if I'd win or not. Uh, I mean, just playing trivia, obviously, we could see how fast either of us were. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, I was unsure going into the challenge. Okay. Uh, it's so, it's crazy because, so that we ended up with 10 total prompts that were posted mm-hmm. and you can have a total of 100 points if everybody got every single prompt at some point. <laughs> and five prompts into this, you were both tied at 18. Yep. <laughs> uh, prompt six, you both whiffed. Uh, prompt seven, you split evenly, still tied. Uh, prompt eight, you dominated. Prompt nine, bird dominated. Tied again, uh, this time at 34 points. And then we get to the final prompt. And this was the sort of backbreaker of your portion of the challenge where you know prior to this the prompts had been stuff like what country does this flag represent what is this number in roman numerals unscramble this sequence of letters into a word uh solve this math equation and then we get questions like uh i can uh find a good example here uh there go the princes Fill in the blank. We're sending a blank to the other side as a command to protect everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I, at least a handful of them had, and nobody had gotten any points on this prompt. <laughs> um, wow. A lot of people had guessed, but they were guessing just like, oh, so like we're supposed to know this answer? Okay. <laughs> uh, they're going to ship. They're going to send. Uh, rocket they're gonna send an army they're gonna send you know just kind of throwing out words that uh or whatever that they thought made sense yeah i could say that yeah (laughs) (laughs) you knew how it actually worked so please enlighten us on how uh so um the only thing that i did really well early on was take notes (laughs) so I just expected after watching the last season that everything was important. So I took notes of every prompt, all the answers that I guess even the unscramble one that we never figured out, (laughs) which I'm still kind of sad about. (laughs) I just took notes of everything. I had everything ready to go in case there was a trick because knowing every other alliance challenge i've ever seen there usually is something (laughs) so i that was all i did and it obviously was beneficial here (laughs) um yeah because i if i remember correctly all three answers were from the prior prompts yes so having all of them copied and in a word document that I mean, this is the one time having two screens worked out in my favor because I had the Word document opened on my secondary screen while doing this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's all that it came down to was that I made sure I had everything copied throughout the challenge and just went from there. If we weren't as fast as we were, I guess that would have been more difficult, but I feel like we had a big lay uh, or a big amount of time before each prompt showed because we did it so quickly. Yes. Um yeah, I think each of the prompt were three, five, and seven points. I think the 
easiest one was from the prompt that had just shown up prior to this one. And the most difficult one was or something along those lines. Uh, yes, it was. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And, and, you know, I think I remember talking to Bird who was like, I don't know how I messed this up. <laughs> I've watched how many seasons and I didn't think to take notes. And yeah, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Like, I... I mean, out of the gate, though, I was taking notes, which is very rare for me. So, like, I... But from the marooning on, I took notes throughout the whole game, which was super beneficial. The only time I did them was for our vacation, and that almost did cost me later. (laughs) No, it worked. It worked in my favor here, for sure, because I just was able to take a look back, and I had everything just in front of me, so... Yeah, no, really pays off. (laughs) Um, 15 big points that you earn and uh, you come out of this one over Bird. And... I'm still close, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the way the scoring worked was it wasn't, uh, you know, obviously beating the person you were playing against is a good thing, but it was mostly just about the sum total of the points that your side earns versus their side. I think if we had done it by like matches one you would have i think it would have been like four to three to one in their favor anyway still um yeah i think i you, think we still lose yeah i think you bramble and jimmy <laughs> all win uh then mm-hmm. jordan and chaco tie and then euphoria wins the other four matches uh mm-hmm. which again and i mean i don't know although if you they if everyone had known those were the rules maybe smm doesn't throw points to darcy and we don't get darcy beating smm um maybe but also smm <laughs> doesn't read the rules of challenges so he might not have realized it anyway no that, that's never happened <laughs> uh so ultimately uh mirth finishes with 147 points uh, which means you gave you added exactly thirty three percent of those points, a third. Yeah, um, feel, great. Feeling good. Uh, Euphoria has one hundred and seventy nine, and they are going to win a second immunity challenge in a row. Damn. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you mentioned to Bird that uh, Spavi was pretty busy uh, and seemed mm. like one of the more likely people to be the next target. Um, of course, also throwing out SMM's name. Uh, what did it ultimately kind of come down to in determining, you know, I, maybe not so much who the vote was going to be, but like what you wanted to do about this vote? Uh, I mean, he, well, SMM would have been the ideal vote for me just because not, it wasn't about a grudge or anything, just, I knew it would be chaos throughout the whole season, but obviously it was just he gave himself for the vote. He knew he didn't have the time to continue, so it just made the most sense to go with him. His Also, like I did tell Bird, they were going performance-based for a lot of them, and his performance just wasn't there. I don't remember if he even got to show up for the challenge or not, but... I want to say no, but I, I do remember that he just, it just wasn't something he could handle at the time. He had a lot going on outside of the game and with his life. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at, because he was matched up against Maddie, 
and uh, there's, you know, they they discussed what time. Uh, they settled on seven o'clock, and even exchanged messages after that. Uh, at later point, he pushed it to seven thirty. I asked him to kind of make it seven fifteen. I forget what my mm. own reasons were for that, um, but. Uh, 720 oh i think it's because like if the pairs overlapped like i was triggering the commands remotely so (laughs) it's not like the bot was just doing them automatically um yeah that that makes sense so uh we did 720 um and everybody's like cool and then it just uh he didn't show up until after it had ended unfortunately so yeah that's what i didn't think he really took part because I think that Maddie was the only one to score in that one. So yes. it was, I mean, it was just another obvious choice with what was going on for him. I, I, especially, it was a harder vote because I did enjoy talking to him and everything, but it was just the way to go for sure. And so, uh, straightforward, uh, Spivy becomes the easy target here. And then something interesting happens during this tribal council uh so elsewhere on this tribe is a member of the a cast named court <laughs> who uh i remember in the sort of application process one of the things that she was excited about for playing alliance was that very few people in our community were recognizable to her she didn't know who a lot of people were and she's somebody who has played so much in so many places it's hard for her to find somewhere that uh doesn't know her either by name or by reputation or whatever and um somewhere like halfway toward the end of this um uh like halfway through this this tribal council we start to get um spavi just throwing all the compliments that they can at court in front of everybody um saying you know court was a finalist in the first org i watched she's been my org superhero ever since meeting her here was one of the best experiences of my life i'm proud to say we became friends um and like that's kind of a lot (laughs) um yes (laughs) and I've, I think I brought this up to a handful of people now, and most of them kind of, I think with the exception of Bramblecat, kind of glossed over this interaction at, when it happened. Yeah, I would say I was a part of that. I didn't catch on to that one as much as others, like uh, Brandon and SMM, for example, because I mm. instantly caught that he kept calling him Sky, which was based on nothing in Alliance for me. <laughs> so, like... Right. But nope, the Courtney one didn't mean much of anything to me, unfortunately. And it's it's such a weird kind of gray area of a situation because, you know, I I, I realize you're not quite as active in the viewer's lounge as you ha- used to be, but it mm. seems like if not if not every season, multiple times every season, either in the viewer's lounge or in the VIP lounge or somewhere, there's a conversation about how you can approach these games in the most like ethical way possible when it comes to yeah. the game somebody has played prior to this. And mm-hmm. 
I think everyone has a slightly different kind of spot that they fall on. And so, you know, is it enough, you know, if you find out like, oh man, this person on my tribe with us has won like 50 games of Survivor, (laughs) Uh, you know, people tell us that like, man, they're so recognizable. Like they're called a superhero. They win hero of the season, like Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, even if they don't win the season, yada, 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 yada. And like, you know, is there even a, is there the difference between, oh, hey, I recognize you as this, you know, famous person. And, and then like, oh, we're literally at tribal council in the game we're playing now. And somebody's bringing that up. So now that information's fair game is it i don't know like should that have impacted how anybody treated court at this point in the season i don't i don't know it's hard to say yeah i mean court obviously didn't hide a lot of her reputation as things went on anyways so i guess it's probably fair game here Uh, it is a really weird area to be in though because you obviously don't want to use knowledge that you could have gotten outside of the game so Right. I don't yeah, I, I I didn't think anything of it anyways. <laughs> like for me it didn't it didn't matter because I never even put any thought into it, but looking back it's something I should have caught on to. Um but nah at the time I didn't think anything of it or let it affect any type of judgment I had. Yeah, I and I think like I think if the season had I don't know, morphed around this you know revelation or whatever you want to call it like that wouldn't have been very fun mm-hmm. but i don't know that i would feel bad <laughs> but like it's hard for me to like if that had happened to sit here and say like it's not like i can blame you right you know? yeah uh i think it should have been something that we took into account more or at least thought about how smart of a player court really was i don't think that anyone really saw that potential till later on Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm saying potential. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sorry, that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I d- do think though that it was weird to miss it to- overall for me because I feel like I'm a pretty observant person, and like I said, I did catch on to the sky thing from SMM, and I just let this one go completely, <laughs> even though it was right in front of me, pretty much the whole tribal. Yeah, no, uh, pretty pretty wild. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely one of the reads I missed, though. I <laughs> never, not once, took that into account. Uh, ultimately, the vote is quick and painless. Um, mm-hmm. We get a lot of sympathy votes. He does vote for court, um, yeah. and uh, the next second person voted out of the game. And uh, we're on a bit of a losing streak here. Yep, just uh, a bit. So let's let's try and turn this around. <laughs> we got Carnival Games. Uh, Carnival yes. Games also set up similarly to Space Cadets with one-on-one matchups, except now you'll all be doing different tasks. Uh, and again, you'll have to assign people to tasks uh, yourselves. And we gave you the barest minimum descriptions for what these tasks would entail. Um, yeah. I believe similar to uh, Space Cadet, this was one where you just, somebody 
put you down for something and that's what ended up happening i uh, i think they had a guess about the game that i was going into it wasn't the game i wanted to play i wanted to do the basketball one i do okay. remember that because i was the most excited about that one but yeah i let them choose where i ended up at and it was not really one of the ones i had any interest in or really felt like being a part of to be honest yes not that that not to say that's why I was so bad at it, <laughs> but it, it was not my first choice. Yes. So, yeah, the most athletic players faced off in Rimmed Out, uh, which ended up being SMM mm -hmm. uh, against right. Ney from the other tribe. Uh, you were uh, set up as the quickest player <laughs> and faced Darcy in Pistol Panic. Mm. Yep, which... Turned out to be a very, very bad idea. <laughs> yes. And I believe you were uh, sick around this time as well. Yeah, I had a pretty bad migraine most of that day and just wasn't really feeling that great. So I just wasn't prepared for what I was getting myself into. But, I mean, we had to push through. So <laughs> that's where I tried my best and it was just not good enough. Not taking anything away from Darcy. She did great. I was super proud of the way that she played because it was really good and like she deserved everything she got from that like she even tried to give me an answer and i still couldn't get it so <laughs> it, it was just bad like i that was by far my worst performance throughout the season yes so uh it was very much a reaction time situation uh there were going to be 15 total commands each worth one point first person to respond to each one gets a point and the way that and again this is another challenge where you were kind of locked in a channel with somebody else for most of the day so you did get a chance to share and talk and and you know establish some sort of bond with darcy uh interesting that you ended up being paired with the two most talkative people in this yeah. season yeah that's fair <laughs> Back to back, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? And so initially, so some of these, what we ended up doing was the bot posted um, an image, a small screenshot of a command, and you just had to replicate the text on it. And, you know, starts out with just a random strings of letters. Um, mm -hmm. Then we go to strings of numbers. Then it gets a little more complicated with strings of symbols. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we do then then I tried to get a little tricky on you and put the alphabet minus J oh yeah one of yeah. my favorite that was ones that one. I loved yeah. that one <laughs> um, I think I was the only one I was close on but I didn't I missed the J not being there so yep. <laughs> I think that was the only one I had a chance on and I still screwed it up <laughs> uh, then we did a few that were just like sentences and or phrases and uh eventually after the f after i'd even come in uh i came in and said that there was that one target left over and then eventually um darcy pulled it off and recognized yeah. this the missing j mm -hmm. so uh final score here 12 to 3 i'm surprised they even got three yeah <laughs> it was it was a little it was a little rough um, yeah, it, it definitely, it was a drastic difference from the challenge before, obviously, so yeah. it did not go well for me. 
transitive property indicates that this means Darcy is better than Bird. <laughs> is that how that works? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it, it, it didn't mean that I was very good, that's for sure. <laughs> and so then we also have this scenario where you were just coming off, um, you had the most points in Space Cadet, period. Yeah. And <laughs> your tribe lost. Now, while the points themselves are less relevant, it is more about whether you win or lose your match. Um, you lost your match. Uh, so given the way, I don't know, di- b- between that moment and whenever I revealed the results, I don't. I know uh, SMM and, and Nay were the last match to go. Um, I don't know. Were you worried given the circumstances? Um, maybe a little, but like I still just was feeling like crap to be honest. So I wasn't really. Whatever happened at that point happened. I just it wasn't one that I really was excited about doing, and I knew I would do bad at it going in with the way I felt. So I don't know. It's just was what it was at that point. I was hoping the others could get a few wins, especially since the last one we were closer with a few of the matchups since they were I think well we I guess point wise it wasn't really closer but matchup wise we ended up where the th- three people did end up winning so I was hoping that my score just wasn't an issue here <laughs> right so, I mean it just I don't know it was that was easily my worst performance besides the one that I didn't understand how movement worked <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, w- I wasn't sick for that one. I just didn't understand how to move. I have nothing good to say about how this one went for me. <laughs> just was excited it was over. And I could, since I think it locked after the challenge ended, so I didn't have to keep talking. So until everyone else finished, I just kind of got some time to rest and hide. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yes. that's all. It just not a good day yeah yeah tough tough times um (laughs) so uh we get challenge results and bird beats brendan for most accurate Mm -hmm. in the shooting gallery uh bramble beats spenjamin for most calculating and guesstimation chaco beats maddie for the crabbiest in the crab dash shamrock (laughs) is fittingly luckier than court uh Jimmy more observant than Steph and Darcy faster than you and Pistol Panic. That makes it three to three with just the Nay and SMM match to go. And SMM pulls it out, winning and being the more athletic of the two in rimmed out. So four to three, mirth, immunity for the first time. Yeah, which is nice to finally get a win. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was looking bad there for the first couple. <laughs> yes. And so uh, now your first like true day off in this game, and I yeah I mean like what how how do you approach those ty- those types of moments in the game like you don't need to do anything at, r- really until there's another challenge, but obviously you can't just neglect the game fully. Yeah. So what what's kind of your approach to those sort of downtime periods? Uh, I think that. For me there specifically, I tried to start conversations with everybody, especially since I was feeling better the next day and there was really no excuse to not talk to people at that point. We all had some time off, so we weren't 
all super around, but then at that point I wanted to get into the sub channels. I though I did a lot of that no matter what. <laughs> but I definitely wanted to spend time there, see how see if I could find anything else, see if I could learn anything else, take more notes. <laughs> Just go through the different rides and everything. Yep, yep. Always more to explore in the sub channels. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um yeah, so meanwhile, over on, on Euphoria, they go to Tribal Council. You can't tell from your side of things, but nine people <laughs> go to Tribal Council, and the outcome is five to two, uh, with Lord Shamrock <laughs> being eliminated. What a weird, weird... Five to two. Yeah. <laughs> we had two people not vote because they missed, oh, missed it. Uh, what a strange world. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that seemed... I mean, Shamrock made sense from everything we had heard about him, especially I do re- think that we learned from the Ferris wheel that he was their first vote. So, I mean, that one makes sense, but I didn't know someone else missed it. <laughs> he, he wasn't even one of the ones that missed. <laughs> oh, wow. Even better. <laughs> Benjamin and Taylor were the t- two that slept wow. through slash missed wow. tribal. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, wow. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much to say about that damn that's <laughs> just an interesting fact wow yeah it's great uh nice ultimately yes shamrock uh third person voted out and we are down to 15 and mm-hmm. we're at that point where the the impending uh or the potential for a swap is rapidly diminishing with each passing day uh, I think we're about 10 days into the season at this point. Um, and still, instead of a swap, I reveal another immunity challenge. Yep. And uh, there's that neural link just sitting there gathering dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Don't worry, it stays that way. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so uh, for the roller coaster challenge, um, you're working as a tribe. This was a. I guess technically a live challenge from a tribe perspective anyway, where you would have a bunch of different levels to get through and your total time would be what decided who won. There were a couple of points throughout the the challenge where you could accrue penalty points if, you know, not everybody was participating or if you needed a hint or something to that effect or you made a mistake or whatever. And so uh, you, uh, Mirth had already gone. Mirth went first. They started, I think, like an hour maybe before you did. They were still going when you started. I set up your roller coaster channel, and <laughs> at 10.30, I say, in a moment, I'm going to post the rules for the first task. Included in those rules is when your timer for this challenge starts. I strongly encourage you to take a second and understand things before you begin. Once the timer starts, it won't stop. So I posted that at 10.31, about a minute later, I posted the first task, which was the lift hill, where you were counting to 500 by ones, and the same person couldn't count consecutively. Yep. Ay, ay, ay. Yep. There's nothing good to say here. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um, you know, your time will officially start when someone sends the number one as the first message. Which... When he did it 
within the first minute of everyone trying to read the rolls. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was exact amount of seconds. Just just about ten seconds transpire or pass between that message and wouldn't you know it, SMM sending the message one. I didn't know it was that quick. Yeah. It was you know you you barely had time to read the message I sent, if he even did. Which I can't remember. I'm sure I asked him about it, but he might not have even read the full message. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I don't think. I'd be surprised if he got to read it that quickly. But okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't. Eventually, the you know, if I compare the amount of time it takes uh, Mirth to do this first task versus the amount of time it takes Euphoria, that's not a big enough loss to where it causes you to lose this challenge if you had, you know, shaved that much time off or whatever. But it definitely is it throws off everything <laughs> i feel like yeah i mean we scrambled to figure out how to get started we uh, whatever the counting was was bad we made a lot of interesting mistakes like trying to italicize numbers for no reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh brendan uh, yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that one either <laughs> um yeah, it's, the counting part took way longer than it absolutely should have. Uh, but once we did finally get going, I think it went pretty well. But, oh, man, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, the so you and Jimmy are the ones who finally uh, do anything right <laughs> as far as yes. the first task is concerned. And you start, Jimmy starts with his first count of one, 13 minutes after you had already triggered your your timer for this challenge wow so you were still at at square zero when 13 13 minutes minutes into this challenge which is not insignificant no that was just such a bad a bad way to start the challenge yeah Uh, um i don't know i didn't know we could count so badly Later on, there's another mistake from Brendan, which drops you back 100 numbers. And then another mistake from Brendan, which drops you back another 100 numbers. Uh, Restarting at 200 or so. Uh, You and Jimmy do the 3 to 400 section. Court and Bramble bring it home, and you finally reach 500. Only took you (laughs) 39 minutes to count to 500. I mean, at that point, I did, two of us just should have done the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so, could have. Uh, no, we were switching. Afterwards, um, we get through some some pretty easy sequences, uh, counting back from down from five hundred to zero by fives. Twenty twenty percent as long, should much easier, much more straightforward. Um, Thankfully, we get to the first break zone, which is a sequence of uh, math equations. Um, and ultimately, uh, SMM posts the final results as everyone's kind of throwing out the answers for the next five or so minutes. Not even. It's like two minutes. Two minutes to do this break zone. Then we do the next segment, which are the which is the helix and more more issues. <laughs> yep. Um, three. So there's uh, seven of you on the tribe. 
three of you have to join a voice channel and I'm going to give you a sentence. You're going to say that sentence and then the other two people have to repeat it perfectly. And I'll do this three times. Brendan volunteers. Courtney volunteers. Jimmy volunteers. Cool. Um, yeah. Brendan. Brendan, I love you. Uh, <laughs> you were not not capable of doing this. Definitely I, I not. I think this is the last part of the challenge he takes part in. <laughs> like... Yes, I believe it is. <laughs> so... Oh man, Brendan! Uh, Brendan jumps out, and Chaco subs in, yeah. and uh, thankfully, yeah, right. Takes a few few minutes, but eventually, everybody figures it out, sort through things, and they're all done. Uh, the then for the four people who didn't do the voice channel, they have each have to do a mini hills counting, which is A to Z to A, pretty straightforward. Uh, court does it but didn't have to um just just a mess just a just a mess uh you go and then brendan doesn't respond so you take a penalty away um i like i mean at this point is there obviously like there's always a chance right like uh, clearly you're having a terrible time with this challenge as a whole but there's you know, just especially knowing what happened in the vote at the previous challenge or the previous tribal council, like there's definitely a chance that the other tribe could screw things up. So, but, but like, was there any, I mean, I got to imagine the, the, the vibe was pretty negative by and large. I mean, it wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, we just, after the penalty, we likely, had no chance we would have had to run through everything way quicker than we were ready to especially mm-hmm. finding out next was a puzzle so like <laughs> we were it's just this challenge went very badly as a team <laughs> yes. so yeah we gave you a jigsaw puzzle that you couldn't actually move the pieces in because <laughs> it was all one big image um yep. and uh were you what because you end up solving this puzzle did you i think you uh, did you like cut it out and like use editing software on this? I used Photoshop, so I isolated each one and then put it together. <laughs> Just nice. I put a lot of effort into this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it took too long, but I, I did. I think I did solve it, so that's good at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you started immediately, which I assume you did. Um, mm. it took you about 13 minutes or so. Uh, I guess that's not too bad. No. Like, uh, I thought it was longer, but yeah, it, <laughs> man, it took a, a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, for reference, it took, uh, <clears throat> it took Euphoria about the same amount of time, give or take a that's... few seconds. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no time <laughs> lost anyway. <sighs> yeah. Um, Splashdown, we asked everybody to, we asked you to post 10 images of water. Uh, you could take these from Google, whatever. Um, the caveat here, though, is none. There's no caveats. Just post 10 water. Um, yeah. You've got some fun ones, like Court posting toilet water. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Chaco posts a picture of uh, her daughter in a pool. Great. Um, and you did it. Great. Easy. This one no problem Mm -hmm. then we get to the one that has the caveat which is the photo op of uh it's kind of like a scavenger hunt 
I mean, it is a scavenger hunt. Um, ten, a list of ten items, and here now, each of the seven of you had to post an item, and if you posted an item, no one else could post that same item and get credit for it. So if somebody wasn't reading and posted all ten items by themselves, that's six penalties <laughs> you're going to incur because you didn't <laughs> read the rules. Um, and so, of course, Brenda not being around meant that you're probably you're you're playing a person down to begin with. But um, yeah, uh, this one, however, other than the lack of Brendan, uh, everyone did a pretty good job of waiting to figure out what they were being assigned <laughs> before actually submitting a picture. <laughs> well, it took till the uh, end of the challenge to get on the right task. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you've got you you were assigned to the adhesive tape um smm smm tried to draw a pumpkin <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i gave him credit for it <laughs> it doesn't even look like a pumpkin <laughs> it's, it's not a great pumpkin sorry smm <laughs> um if he had told me that this was a leaf i think i would have equally been uh agreed I mean, it looks like a cloud. <laughs> um, and then um, he tries to do the same thing with a red shirt, but he just writes the word red on it. Yeah, instead of coloring it. Yeah. When he finally does oh, color was... it, I gave him credit for it. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, man. Oh, that's terrible. He, it looks like he tried the same with the battery, too, but... <laughs> so silly oh jeez. <laughs> so uh ultimately i think you get every picture you just miss um having anything for brendan because brendan's not around yeah. yep we move on to the final section this is uh come up with a five letter word send it as its message and then each subsequent message has to be that previous word shifted one space down the alphabet everybody must participate and nobody can send back-to-back messages. And if you make a mistake, you start over. And once more, you will incur a 10-minute time penalty for each person that was active earlier in the challenge that does not participate in this part. So penalties, uh, I mean, yeah, here's 10 minutes of penalty time that Brendan could have saved you by sending five letters of a message. Yeah. Yep. It's a big, big amount. Of, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I also think we struggled a lot with this part anyway, so we definitely needed that 10 minutes. It's true. Uh, so the rules for this one are posted at 12.09 in the morning, and um, it looks like the first legitimate, the first message for the actual run of it that works, uh, it takes nine minutes to get to. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you did pick a good word, which was daddy, since three of the letters were the same. They would all end up always being full. But come on. Nine minutes? That's the only good thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just went badly as well. Yeah, not great. Um, so all said and done, uh, it took just shy of two hours real time to complete the challenge. And then we tacked on, I think, just under 20 minutes of penalty minutes, penalty time. So we're looking at an hour and 32 minutes or so. Euphoria, 
uh, took uh, just under an hour and a half real time and just about 103 minutes in total time when they included penalty minutes. So, you know, uh, 13 minutes of time wasted at the start of this challenge, 10 penalty minutes at least from Brendan disappearing, and that's 23 Mm -hmm. minutes, which makes the gap just uh, like five minutes total. And, and you know, that's five minutes that you could have saved if Brendan sent one of the scavenger hunt images. So totally doable without these multiple major <laughs> errors. Yeah, penalties definitely killed us in this one. Even if starting was bad, we could have come back. But now nah, we had no chance with all the penalties. Yeah, it's, it was rough. Uh, and I think this was the challenge where... Um, I estimated blocking off 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, well, that was very wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Roller Coaster, Mer- uh, Euphoria wins their third out of four immunities, and you're headed back to Tribal Council. Yep. Yeah. So you've got, honestly, like two easy targets between Brendan and smm as far as <laughs> yep. the two people who really tanked this challenge uh how does how does this how does i don't know it seems like the first time there's a genuine discussion that needs to take place so what how does this kind of transpire yeah i think we <laughs> man after the performances it was just such a hard choice there's a lot of anger towards the early start nobody was really excited that we didn't even get a chance to read through the prompt to even see what we were doing so uh, the vote definitely could have went either way but ultimately we went with the fact that uh brendan just wasn't around um he obviously and even when he was around he wasn't doing very well it's there are a lot of mistakes in there by him for the for that whole challenge yeah (laughs) Um, it was just it was just bad (laughs) So now this is a point where we first see evidence of there being, at least from where I'm sitting, uh, actually like, or maybe you can you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like this is really where the um, what would eventually come to be known as the PTA alliance uh, <laughs> really formed. Um, I think the for the two votes prior to this really just felt like, hey, uh, this person's dragging us all down. We need to win challenges. And here, it seems like, all right, Bramble, Chaco, and you are, you know, we have an agenda. (laughs) We have multiple options of people who are dragging us down. And this one is worse for our agenda, essentially. Yeah, this is probably the first time that we all had to actually put effort into the vote and did end up working together, which ends up continuing for as long as it does mm-hmm. so this is definitely the start of our connection or our stronger connection i guess we were all connecting before that but this is whenever we do fall into that alliance mm-hmm. and additionally we see here that um the vote is going to be five two with brendan and court both voting for jimmy mm-hmm. and uh 
no <laughs> uh, bramble was no big fan of courts during the game and yeah. really <laughs> wanted to vote court out at every conceivable <laughs> juncture <laughs> and so <Yes. laughs> i'm curious i don't know if you really remember but this i think court ultimately says something after this vote of like well you never i didn't know what the target you didn't tell me who was voting and I talked to Brendan and Brendan did. So that's how I voted. And yeah. so was this like, I don't know, like, was this a plan of like, all right, we're, we're excluding court from this. Was it an oversight? Was it, I, I don't know. What was it? I didn't really have it. It wasn't really planned by me on that part. I don't even remember not telling her is the problem. So <laughs> I could, I, don't know what the reason really was here. I know that it did seem like they were working together, the two of them, prior to this vote. But I, no, I don't think that there was much of a plan to it, as far as I remember. I don't remember having a conversation saying, oh, yeah, we're just not going to include Cord. I guess once that we had the votes that we needed, we probably just didn't talk to her about it at all and just moved on with the day. That would be more the guess that I had. I, I'm, I was working better with, obviously, the two of them and Jimmy at this point. So right. I guess that was more where my focus was. Yeah, I mean, we see Court even saying, um, I had asked, uh, you know, tribe strength versus trust. It's a pretty common balance that players have to strike prior to the merge. Does everyone feel like mm -hmm. they're making the right choice tonight? Bramble, Chaco, Jimmy all say yes. Um, <laughs> and then I say... And then there's a, they're the only people who answer. <laughs> so I asked, <laughs> does some I know of this, I did not answer. <laughs> does some of this silence indicate there are people who don't agree with the choice they're making or that they know other people are making? And court said, no, I am just admittedly confused tonight, but we can worry about that later if I have one. Um, so like, you know, not shy about the fact that if there was a loop to be kept out of, she was being kept out of it. Um, mm -hmm. Brendan, of course, fairly active here at this tribal <laughs> council, uh, <Yep. laughs> trying to, you know, put in the work. And uh, I think it just kind of ends up being a situation of too little, too late. Yeah. I mean, I never really connected with him during the game anyways. So there, at that point, it just wasn't going to do any good after the challenge. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> he says right before i call for the votes he says i know everyone has a decision to make i wouldn't be playing if i wasn't campaigning for myself to stay i think i offer you all a better option in the long run but the choice is yours and i can't do anything else about it mm -hmm. um, yeah i mean i give him credit he did fight for himself there till the end and after talking to him it, i do get along way better with him than we did in the game it's just <laughs> such an odd thing to start conversations <laughs> and yeah i mean at that point it was just a better choice because of the way the challenge went right uh i call for if anybody has an idol and mm -hmm. smm posts a gif of a cat standing up and dancing on a couch um he says <laughs> sitting back down i definitely scared some of you though <laughs> par for the I course didn't. par for the course um I reveal the votes five five brendan two jimmy brendan the next one voted out and uh 
to his credit, on his way out, says, you lot are fantastic. Please, one of you win. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't, never had a problem with Brenda. We just couldn't connect. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's that's tough, right? And I it, like you said, it's... Mm-hmm. You said it's hard to start a convert, like start conversations. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I definitely get that, um, especially when, and I think this is why we see so much, so many, uh, you know, quote unquote unanimous votes early in seasons is that somebody starts a conversation with you, and that conversation eventually leads to, hey, like this person seems like they're not really bonding with anybody. Let's uh, let's vote them out. So we don't have to like make this any more difficult than it needs to be. And then yeah. that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, no, nobody goes to that person to talk to them about it. And yeah, so if that just... person doesn't put themselves out there to talk to everyone else, it's over. It's done. Yeah, that's fair. And he <laughs> may have had that against him here, but also the challenge just was so bad. Like True. there's just no... <laughs> disappearing halfway through it and even the one that he did start he had to end up leaving so it just yeah there was nothing good that went on here unfortunately right um so uh we get to the end of this tribal council and everybody goes back to their camp um now as a group of six and after you've all left smm last person to leave uh shows up and says hey it's just me now (laughs) and tries to find an idol at tribal council and uh he checks the podium he checks the urn um he gets uh he gets jump scared by meg um (laughs) he checks the seat under the seat pedestal emblem he tries to look in my pockets um and ultimately tries to i believe he's searching the torch and doesn't he forgets that torch is the command that kicks you out of the channel <laughs> because then is in his confessional he's like oh no i didn't want to i didn't want to leave yet um which is interesting because well i mean one if we've ever hit anything in tribal council no one's ever found it and two he's just in there by himself doing you know his little smm things uh, <laughs> and it's a you know he can't talk to anybody until he gets out so but it's something that like i don't think i i think banjo tried to do it in academy once or twice um mm-hmm. also to no avail which not surprising given <laughs> how similar yeah. i think the two of them are in a lot of ways but uh yeah no it's just like a thing that happened a couple of times and never no, didn't amount to anything but if it had interesting and uh that i think most of the players and the rest of the cast didn't even realize had had happened no i, I had no idea that happened but i'm not surprised he ended up messing up and getting himself kicked out <laughs> <laughs> of all the ways to get kicked out that's probably the greatest <laughs> um, no, I, I I don't know. I never would have considered that. It doesn't... Of all the places to hide an idol or anything, I guess, that one wouldn't be on the top of my list to check. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, good for him. I, I guess at least he put in an effort for something, but uh, it 
does make me laugh that he got himself kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> too good. Oh, too good. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. So, uh, trying to make sure I get the... Okay, okay. Uh, so next immunity challenge was White Knuckles. Um, this time, for the first time this season, you'd be competing individually, and both tribes would be going to tribal council. Someone would mm-hmm. have immunity, and two more people would be voted out of the game. So uh, a lot at stake here. Uh, winning immunity guarantees you two spots further in the season at minimum, and uh, and that's that's bulk of the information uh <laughs> mirth uh went first and by virtue of having less players um definitely was a lot easier to manage on my end than uh, euphoria was for jeffrey but yeah you're gonna drive a go-kart around this big twisty windy track using let's say physics <laughs> um how did yeah. you how did you feel about this? How did you approach it? What what went right? What went wrong? <laughs> um, I mean, I felt great about it. That didn't mean I understood any of it. <laughs> like, I, I thought I started off strong and was moving really well, and then I found out half my moves were illegal. <laughs> like, not good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I just didn't understand as well as i thought so after the first like i don't even know how many moves we figured out mine were wrong so i had to get back on track and figure out how to get back into doing anything correctly (laughs) yeah i mean i'm just looking at your movements here and uh they're 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 increasing so (laughs) you know you're getting faster which is helpful when you're in a race Uh, (laughs) and then all of a all of a sudden, wham! <laughs> Straight yeah. into the wall. <laughs> Great. <laughs> too good, too good. So, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the idea here is that if you run into the wall, your maximum speed drops by one square in both uh, horizontal and vertical directions. And so you need to navigate turns well. A lot of the turns are very tight. You're also navigating the other cars, the other carts on the track. If you run into somebody else, you also drop your speed maximum uh, from by one each time. Um, you can decelerate on your on each turn if you want to, which is helpful. But you're also moving at the same time as everyone else, so you don't know where SMM or Court or Bramble are going to be until you've already submitted your movement and that makes it difficult you have to both <laughs> you're you have to figure out like okay if i re- drive the optimal route it's this and then at every point it's like well what if court moves to the spot i tried to get to that throws off everything how do i account for this what do i do and like you know at least until we're out into that big straightaway down this middle it's really hard everyone's so bunched up but then roughly halfway into the challenge things space out a little bit we start to see bramble and chaco kind of break away from the rest of the group and uh that kind of changes the nature of the challenge a little bit so um that said when we do get to that point um was there a moment where you actively changed your uh objective from you know 
I don't think I can win anymore. So I'm just going to try to land on the blue spaces, which had some sort of advantage slash information on them. Yes. Um, after I realized how far behind I was, <laughs> I decided that I might as well gain something from this. So I think I went for two of the blue spaces. Yes. Because I missed the first one completely because I think I was still trying to be a part of the race. <laughs> but yeah. As soon as I knew that I had no chance to catch up is whenever I focused on going towards those blue spaces and trying to get whatever information for, I guess, that was available. Yes. So, uh, ultimately, Bramble Cat's going to win, and huh. uh, you were able to get the second and third of the blue spaces. Uh, you're the only one who gets the third one. Uh, nope. Court and SMM also get the second one, and SMM gets the first one. Mm-hmm. And so after the challenge, uh, we come and tell you that, right, so the second advantage space tells you uh, you may find a new way to communicate with the right foundation. This, of course, is a reference to a neural link, which you already have one, so ultimately irrelevant. Mm -hmm. However, third advantage space says there's more than meets the eyes on Peregrine, which is the name of one of the roller coasters in the park. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this was a clue to the goggles that you do eventually find. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, tell me about, I don't know, just kind of figuring out the mechanics and, and intricacies of that. Uh, I don't remember it being too hard. I know that the hardest part was trying to get some time to myself, <laughs> which... <laughs> So, but if I remember correctly, it was just behind a bush in a trash can or behind the bush somewhere or something like like that. So it, it didn't take very long at this point for me because I was already in the sub channel so often and I had a lot of that information already noted down. So I had a really good idea of where I was going to. Yes. Um, when you did the Peregrine Goggles command, you leave the roller coaster there's a barrel for depositing your goggles you toss the ones you are wearing into it and then notice that the ground around the barrels looks recently disturbed you wiggle one of the barrels pull it away from the bushes and i and the command says there might be something back there and then when you do look in bushes you push aside the branches of the bushes searching for something hidden and find goggles huzzah <laughs> pretty straightforward and yeah so these give you the ability to access a hidden channel of your choice for one hour. Um, so that's any sub channel and any DM channel that you are not part of that's in your own tribe. And so you'd say like, Hey production, I want to spy on whatever. And then an hour at this time. And then an hour later, we would give you a Google doc of every message that was sent during that time frame. Right. <clears throat> Uh, there was no limit on when you could use these. If you know if you wanted to use them at Final Four, great. You wanted to use them immediately, also fine. <laughs> uh, what was your first kind of reaction to this advantage? And you know, did you have any kind of ideas of when or who you wanted to use it on? Uh, I definitely thought it was an interesting advantage. It wasn't something I planned to use early on because I felt like in my own tribe I had a pretty good standing of what was happening. So I wasn't too concerned about that. And 
So it was more something I was going to hold on to until I felt nervous in Merge, which was what ended up happening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it wasn't... I was hoping to actually use it and get information because it seems like you could guess wrong, which was my only worry. Yes, definitely comes with uh, a lot of a very low floor as far as what you could get out of it. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Bird, Bird ultimately finds the uh, counterpart advantage on Euphoria to yours, which has the exact same function, same function. <laughs> and I think, and I don't remember if this was something they talked about uh, in their confessional or who or whatever, but um, it seemed like the idea was to, for them anyway, was to, all right, I'm going to start a conversation with X and uh, give them something, some sensitive piece of information, and then go monitor their channel with who I believe their closest ally is, see if they share that information with them, see how that, see if I can get anything from that. And uh, as we all know now, uh, Bird got like two messages and then uh, Chaco had to go like grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was my biggest worry was that I would use it at the wrong time. So I'm glad to say that it wasn't me. But I, I had no, nah, I wasn't going to trick somebody like that. I guess that wasn't my intention was to give information and see if they used it. I guess I was more, hoping for information that could help me between people yes so i I guess is it safe to say that this was something you were weren't interested in using until you know um either much later in the game or if you ever felt like you were in a potentially in any danger yeah i had no intentions to use it until i absolutely had to it wasn't it wasn't something that i thought oh well here i better run and use and hope that I can find information between these two people or in this sub channel or anything like that. I just waited until I thought that it would help me the most. Gotcha. All right. So Bramble Cat is immune. You do have to go to tribal council. Uh, Bird gets immunity for Euphoria. They're going to go after you. And Mm -hmm. there's only six people. So not a lot of, (laughs) not a lot of room to look around. And this is uh, a pretty, pretty pivotal vote it turns out to be so yep like i said bramble would have loved to vote out court here (laughs) but yes um external forces kind of uh impact things so what what really went on yeah um jimmy was just getting a new job at this point so he was also running out of time for the game so ultimately that was the deciding factor. If that weren't the case, I believe Court absolutely goes here. A lot of us were definitely ready for her to go. It just came down to the fact that Jimmy wasn't able to continue. We, Especially for me, I really wanted Jimmy to stay around. I was having great conversations with him, and I felt like him and I were working well together. So for, that was where my vote was, was on Court, if the he was able to be around yeah it it was uh it's i don't know it it sucks right like it it seems like there's been a lot of it felt like there was a lot of um external stuff 
impacting the outcome of the votes over on Mirth in this pre-merge portion of the game. Um, yeah, unfortunately, this is the second time we were in this position, so it was a little harder. It did take the vote out of our hands, I guess, more so than we would have liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, we could have still voted court and just hoped that Jimmy could have been around, but for what was best for him and the way that it sounded like he needed, it was definitely the best vote was to let him have his time that he needed for everything outside of the game. Yeah. And it's, 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 a, it's a strange dynamic because, and, and we see, we see in the show from time to time, you know, people asking mm-hmm. to be voted out uh, for one reason or another. Um, it, it happened this season. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there was a kind of a big, a big deal was made about how one of the players was like, Hey, you know, I really miss my family. I didn't realize, you know, you know, I know we had his plan coming into tribal council, but like I I'm dying out here separated from everybody. Like, please vote me out. And usually when somebody does this, everybody's like, this sucks, but like, fine. Like you don't want to be here. You're out. And one of the players on their tribe didn't do it they voted for the person they thought they were going to vote for and it's interesting because you know in that situation if you don't want to be there you can quit but if you're gonna leave it up to the rest of the tribe to vote i mean all right how how can you be you know upset if they don't vote you out right you gave them a choice essentially and i think it's interesting because I don't really, especially looking at a lot, the way Jimmy was talking uh, in tribal council, like he wasn't, it didn't, it did, wasn't him asking to be voted out so much as it was everyone else realizing like, uh, he just like started a new job. Uh, he's, you know, he missed an entire challenge. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to like participate really at all. And so kind of taking that, making that choice for him almost. Yeah, I don't think it was the same situation as the first time where that he definitely asked to be voted out. But we, I mean, as far as we were in, we couldn't have someone who would miss challenges, unfortunately, especially with only five of us from there till what ended up being merged. It's, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I wanted to fight for him. I wanted to keep him around, but if... If it was better for him, then that was the way to go. I do think this was a deciding vote for the game, unfortunately, for in a couple of ways. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. yeah, uh, yeah. I think if this change changes a lot, if the court does go here, I think my whole game changes in the later stages. <laughs> but I mean, I understand it was definitely what was better for him. He needed that time to focus on outside of the game and be just focused on his life. Uh, I do wish he could have stayed. I did have great conversations with him and I wanted to work with him moving forward. Yeah, definitely. It's because I think, I think the rough dynamics of this final six, it was like you and Bramble and Chaco as the primary trio. And then each of you was more connected to one of the other three left over than the others. Yeah. You and Jimmy uh court and chaco and then bramble and smm from what yeah, i understand unfortunately and uh <laughs> yeah. Un- yeah like sucks that the one the person that 
has to be cut is the one connected to you but yeah um that's just the way it ended up being yeah i mean i guess we probably could have pushed more forecourt here but i just don't think it's the right vote unfortunately like jimmy needed his time and as much as i wanted him to stay it was probably the right vote for him it just does suck because i really did want to work with him moving forward and Especially if that uh, something did happen, which, which didn't end up happening. But if something happened with the three of us, I was hoping to still be able to work with Jimmy. So yeah. it did end up putting a bit of a wrench in my plans, especially. But eh, it was all right. I was happy for him because he did get the time that he needed. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, the other aspect of this was when you show up to tribal council, uh, you had a couple of uh, additional cast members they're watching yeah <laughs> uh in darcy and spenjamin got to guest spectate the tribal council mm. you even yep. commented um uh ryan over here with this twist you invited them to a boring ass tribal <laughs> <laughs> well yeah ours was already decided so like they weren't getting anything from us <laughs> it just was it was just gonna be a quiet easy going tribal so i felt bad for them honestly at that point because yeah they didn't learn anything <laughs> no um you immediately said well shit now i gotta find one of these two uh, i believe referring to the invitations to the other tribals yeah. um oh yeah absolutely i'm going to go to that for sure <laughs> And you said, then you said to me, I assume this hasn't been released to us yet since Bramble said you told them to look. At some point, I'm going to ask stuff you can't confirm. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I expected that. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> <That's funny. laughs> uh, but yes, ultimately, it uh, just is just as expected. Um it is a five to one vote on Jimmy. Jimmy votes for court. Yeah. And uh, this tribe is down to five people. <laughs> yep. Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, uh, Nay finds a neural link. So mm. I think that puts us at five of the six had been found at this point. Um, wow. Then the next day uh, is. So I think this is like early morning afternoon of the day of their tribal council uh maddie uses his neural link and sets up a dm channel with you correct <laughs> yep what Which... <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know so what so you know the channel pops up um i don't remember uh did who sent the first message or whatever but you know when when this just appears then what do you i don't know how do you how to react what's the thought um, more surprised than anything i guess i had never expected anything from maddie of if anybody we i feel like we interacted at all to this point so i was just surprised to see it i think his reasoning was bird told him to or something so like i guess at that point it made a little more sense <laughs> yes i don't know there the connection wasn't there <laughs> like that's for sure yes maddie mentioned so. bird saying that you and chaco were pretty close um yeah. you asked him if he was working with bird and 
Maddie kind of says like, hey, I thought it'd be kind of good for the four of us to stay in touch. And we're down to, let's see, you were down to 13 people left in the game, soon to be 12. Uh, I think the first piece of the, the first clue from the uh, go-kart challenge was the merge was at 11, which SMM and I think Maddie got on their side. So ultimately everyone kind of eventually knew that information. Yeah, I don't think it took SMM long to tell me that be honest yeah i feel like i knew that pretty quickly and so it you know there's no swap at this point yeah obviously um (laughs) and uh so you know i think that's part of what encourages uh either maddie to want to make a neural link or bird to kind of push him to make it whichever way it ends up happening and so so now you have you now you have this beautiful olive branch (laughs) to the other tribe to get all the information out of them you can yeah so much information (laughs) uh it definitely didn't go well for us (laughs) yeah it just turned into a pretty much similar to brendan i guess the conversation just didn't go anywhere yeah sometimes it's like that yeah we just didn't seem to connect really at all and so even as the game does continue, I don't think I ever really had a strong connection with him. Right. Uh, this is around at this, around the same time. Uh, SMM finds the final neural link advantage, um, and then eventually, after this vote, will create it with Darcy. Yeah. So, um, setting up for this vote, uh, you. I are uh, trying to remember who it was. Chaco and SMM and you who went to view their tribal council. Yeah, I think we're the three that ended yes. up finding them. So, uh, yeah, uh, what do we even say about <laughs> this tribal council? I mean, yeah, that was so. That much. one's a lot to go over. <laughs> so <laughs> much. I mean, and it's it, it was ugh, man. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's having talked about it with so many people at this point. Um, clearly so much going on. Uh, and that's coming from people who were involved in it from start to finish. Who, you know, a Taylor, a Jordan, a Bird, a Darcy, who yeah. were like entrenched in like the conflicts and whatnot. But mm. for everyone who either was on Euphoria and had no stake in it or was on mirth and just kind of got to watch it or heard about it secondhand it it's like wait what there's what's going on what's the drama what's happening (laughs) how is this all how did things get this blown out of scale and scope i don't get it um and so it it does basically become the the taylor darcy and bird show for the (laughs) most part of this tribal council yeah, it's definitely a lot to see and <laughs> get to witness without any context whatsoever. <laughs> like, right, uh, man, it it was fun to watch. I'm glad I wasn't a part of it. Uh, <laughs> any regret I had of being on Mirth went away very quickly. <laughs> uh, Taylor's reads were amazing. I still will say that he had the best reads of the game because I have no idea how he put together half of what he did so yeah good for him so obviously a bulk of this is an interpersonal 
you know, conflict between Taylor and Darcy. But within that comes to light a lot of very important, in theory, strategic and social connections that Taylor has somehow, you know, Sherlock Holmes him his way into figuring out. Um, he explicitly yeah. calls out Bird and Darcy being having an alliance with Bramblecat via a neural link, something yeah. uh, he couldn't have even put a name to until that morning when Nay had found one on their tribe and they had talked about it. Um, you know, he... So he's he's pulling calling out this cross tribe alliance, um, and these are people, or at least in the case of Bramblecat, somebody you're working with. <laughs> so there's the very real potential that this what whoever quote unquote wins this vote, um, the outcome could have serious uh, repercussions and collateral damage on your game. Yeah. Ah. Uh... Like I said, I never expected to see me name brought up. So, like, <laughs> wherever he figured that out, I give him the, oh, man, so much credit. Because, like, it just came. For me, it just seemed like it was out of nowhere. I don't know what information he got from others, obviously, or who told him what. or But it just seemed so random and just, wow, it was super surprising and just so good. Like, I'm still impressed by a lot of what he was saying in this travel. Yeah, no, he... he hit the nail on the head a couple of different directions um which was so insane <laughs> like yes oh, wow. um and then you know he ultimately posts you know copy pastes from their dm channel um yeah. i have to shut down everybody's ability to talk <laughs> uh, it was such a mess wow <laughs> oh man uh... <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I I don't know either. Like, I'm so surprised by how this went because like, nobody was allowed to talk for a period and, like, someone said about gaslighting and, like, I was completely lost on the whole thing but so glad I got to see it and I wasn't a part of it until Taylor was like, oh, yeah, you're working with him too. And I was like, wait, what? How the hell did he? I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> and so I think another, uh, as as ridiculous and and crazy and and whatnot as that stuff is there's i think i think the more perhaps the most uh relevant and valuable thing that you uh smm or chaco could have gleaned from this from watching this tribal council is just seeing the dynamics between the people who were there right so if you kind of like put sift through the conflict between bird and darcy and taylor you can see bird and darcy same side of this conflict working together pretty closely um you can see steph and maddie and nay uh very hands off (laughs) very much (laughs) not interested in this conflict whatsoever Uh, yeah absolutely like you could i don't it was just so much between the three of them. And then everybody else is just in there like, so what do we do in this case? <laughs> Where the, how do we fit into any of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. <laughs> it's... It, it definitely became very just the three of them. And everybody else was just like, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't even know these drama, this drama was happening. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Absolutely it, not. Um, it's definitely the it, it's one of the more interesting moments of the season for sure <laughs> it's 
Wow. Definitely the most entertaining. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it finally, the end of the day, uh, it is a contentious vote and it ends up being five votes for Taylor, three votes for Darcy and uh, Taylor is shipped out. Yeah, which, man, it was still super close even, so. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, everything, man, there were definitely lines there for sure. (laughs) Wow. Yes. You had uh, Taylor, Nay, and Jordan as the ones voting for Darcy. Everyone else votes for Taylor. And we're down to 12 people. We got (laughs) a 5-7 split in the tribes. And, uh, you know, what... uh, I'm curious, like you, so you, you and in Chaco and SMM come back from this insanity. Uh, naturally, Bramble is fairly clued into it already by virtue of hmm. being able to talk to Bird. Um, yeah, but yeah, heads up, there would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other side, the last person of your tribe is Court, who isn't particularly close with most of you and so i'm curious like i guess when you when you come back from this is this an 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 event slash experience that you viewed more as um i got to i just got to watch this 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 was fun and or Mm -hmm. terrifying depending on how you want to look at it (laughs) and that's all it was or is this something that is going to actually like matter in the game for you moving forward like is this like all right like we just saw that like maybe we want to rethink this bird alliance or i don't know like how does it are there any ripple effects from it in that sense uh for me personally yes i think both sides of it it was definitely fun it was insane to see what taylor found out or figured out or whatever he did there but I mean, it definitely does put a bit of a worry going into the merge here, knowing that it's after this round that they were just so all over the place. So, I mean, you could tell that there was definitely a lot of issues between them as a tribe themselves. So, I where we stood going into merge was definitely a lot scarier now because we really had no footing with anybody on that side if that bird and darcy were all over the place like that (laughs) so Mm -hmm. there was definitely a little bit of worry for me that we were going to go into merge just completely blindsided okay okay Uh, well then uh let's win this next challenge right (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what you gotta hope for but yeah never record so far here isn't good (laughs) very true (laughs) And uh, when you see the rules for swinging ship, and it's like, hey, this is counting. Yeah, which, uh oh. We did so well at that, let me tell you. <laughs> counting was our strong suit here. Yep. Uh, so the way this one was set up was there were five of you left, so we had a, two pairs and a solo match, uh, three total matches where you'd be counting competitively against the other person. And uh, you'd count for a set amount of time. When that time elapsed, whoever had counted higher would earn points equal to the difference relative to the other person. Mm -hmm. And if you made a mistake, you had to start over. So uh, you end up as the solo person. I believe you're flying out of 
you're flying back yes. east this on that day yes we were staying at a hotel three hours away from our house already and we're getting ready to go to an airport to get on a plane to go back to visit both sets of family because the baby was still just born and we wanted to show her off <laughs> so yes my day was hectic as it was so there i think i asked to be the sole person for that reason as well as i just didn't trust working with anybody because counting us twos went so badly before so i was just gonna try to do it on my own and hope that i could not be bad at it <laughs> like at least that i had no one to blame but myself if i did badly that is very true uh <laughs> um and what a day yeah so uh you end up matching against steph here yes mm-hmm. and 1v1 much easier than having to count with a partner where you'd always have to trade off counting yeah uh, and yeah so i mean genuinely uh you know getting a first opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation with steph uh in the same vein as you had prior with uh, uh bird and darcy although not quite to the same extent i don't think i think i didn't open the channel until like the mat you basically had figured out who you were facing and we were starting minutes later <laughs> yeah it wasn't yes but it does, you know, in between each round and just kind of getting a feel for each other's vibes, like, that's something. It helps. Um, so uh, tell me tell me about counting as far as, like, how did you feel you'd be able to do from a speed and consistency perspective? Honestly, I had no idea. I was using what was literally the smallest laptop I could have found. <laughs> and the time before that we did accounting i used my actual gaming desktop so i had a full-size keyboard number pad all that so it was a lot easier than being on a laptop that was as big as my arm and hoping for the best but uh i thought it would be interesting i didn't know too much about stuff or how well she had done in challenges so i was just hoping for the best and was hoping that we could pretty much get done as quickly as possible considering i was gonna miss a plane if not (laughs) so yeah just was hoping that my abilities were gonna work out for me and that the laptop wouldn't have hindered me too much yeah so uh at the start of this you're counting for one minute by ones and um in the first round steph makes a mistake and does not catch it and so you win this one pretty easily, 54 to zero. Yeah. We get three more rounds of this where it's pretty close uh, between the two of you. Steph wins by three, you win by nine, Steph wins by six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then round five, uh, there's another late error from Steph where uh, ultimately you end up winning it by 36. Also worth mm-hmm. noting <laughs> that uh, not very unlike the matchup that happens after yours which is going to be darcy and spenjamin versus bramble cat and choco beans um i would tell you to stop counting and you'd both just keep counting (laughs) as if i as if you weren't even looking at the screen to do this is that at all possible uh probably (laughs) i mean the screen was only like 
don't know, <laughs> the size of a cell phone. Like, I mean, the screen was full size, or I guess like 13 inches, but like the whole thing was small. So I, I really wasn't focusing too much on the screen. Like, okay. early on, yes, that was probably the case. I mean, as it got a little more difficult, I had to check myself more, but counting one to Counting by one seemed easy enough that I just kept my head down and tried to go as fast as possible. Yes, you counted for like almost two a minute straight after I told everyone to stop twice. <sighs> um, but I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So the way the there were thresholds here. So once one person reached ninety points, um, we move, or I think it was a certain number of rounds. If not then instead of counting by ones for a minute you're counting by twos for two minutes so higher numbers longer counting more opportunities for mistakes and i hopefully bigger points being earned by either side um the first two counting by twos round you do uh you have a fatal mistake very near the end um and uh it looks like yeah you were you were about 40 points behind steph to begin with and then instead of 134 you type 14 gotta restart and uh steph takes it by a whopping 180 points in a single round yeah playing to 360 (laughs) um 180 is the second threshold and so once you hit that number now the rest of the rounds are going to be counting by threes to 300 or for three minutes rather um so you know you had the you're in a bit of a you're in a bit of a hole uh i don't know did you feel does it feel like i know you know you're you know constantly i'm sure checking the time don't want to miss our flight (laughs) Um, you know it wasn't more me checking the time crystal was (laughs) keeping an eye on that so like i was just being told yeah we gotta get going soon and i'm like hold on hold on (laughs) so yes it was a little stressful besides the challenge (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure uh so i don't know i i I don't think this is at all like something you would have really wanted to consider but like what what's the what happens if you literally don't have time like if you know you know like if we do not leave this second we are missing our flight you know, Crystal comes over, you know, shuts the screen of your laptop on you or whatever. You know, how do you? Uh, I mean, I well, guess... I mean, when, when I ask, I think after what is does end up being our final round, I ask if that was the last round. So if that wasn't, that's where I had to concede. OK, so we, wow. there was a point where that we were going to just be out of time. We couldn't have got back, caught to the airport, got through security and onto the plane so that was that point there was whenever i asked was that the last round so if it wasn't i would have taken the loss there okay okay very interesting um yeah it just happened to work out in my favor (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely uh so three rounds so two the first two rounds of counting by twos uh you count to 249 steph counts to 246 you win by three then you count to 246 steph counts to 246 uh that's insane how consistent those numbers ended up being 
Yep. Uh, we we were really even throughout the whole thing, honestly. Like we both did really well. Yeah. Uh and so we get to round nine, and after two rounds of nearly perfect counting, it all shits the bed. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. both of you end up uh you know, Steph makes a mistake in the eighties, um, and you've got a pretty healthy lead at that point. You make a mistake and now you're bat down by a hundred. Um, Steph ends up making a mistake and not catching it, and yeah. so you're and you make another further mistake. So you only end up with eighteen to Steph's zero. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good round. No, <laughs> uh, one hundred and eighty-nine points. You had one hundred and twenty, uh, and we're going to again. We're playing to three sixty, and this is the final round although you didn't say it up front but as we would find out after the fact and yeah. here is and this is just another one of those situations with you counted great no mistakes 255 and uh steph makes a mistake around three uh 200 has to reset <laughs> and then i think makes yeah, what is the mistake here? 70. Yeah, it goes from 69 to 70. Um, and so ends up with zero. 140. And you got 255. Yeah, so so. <laughs> just enough, man. Whew. Yeah. They, that's where that it was pretty much. This will be, I slowed down a lot, though, in this round as well. I could have been higher than 255, but... Once I seen her first mistake, I there's definitely intervals between mine that are a lot slower than before. <laughs> I'm so, sure, yeah. I mean, at that point, I knew I couldn't make a mistake, so I just slowed down and whatever happened there happened. I just wanted to try to get back in the league because I definitely go into this round down a lot. <laughs> so, right, yeah. So that was my initial plan. I didn't realize her second mistake until after where the. <laughs> you announced it i didn't know she made that mistake so i was at that point i was obviously okay right yeah because if the if there hadn't been a secondary mistake there she gets somewhere around 90 points or counts to around 90 which keeps you you know 70 80 points shy of the win and big difference yeah which there's (laughs) everyone didn't know but that would have been where she would have won because i would have had to have given up and just taking a loss and hoped for the other two to do well and yeah go get on a plane that i was supposed to already have been on my way towards <laughs> so yeah we would have actually gotten to see bird and maddie take on court and smm and <laughs> that would have been really fun uh, for... i'm glad it didn't come down to that <laughs> but, um, yeah well fortunate you win your matchup we go to round mm-hmm. two which is Bramble and Chaco against Darcy and Benjamin. They end up winning um, much the same as uh, you do with a giant swing in the final round after trailing pretty much the whole game. Uh, (laughs) And so uh, we get two wins. We don't need the third match at all. And you win win the final pre-merge immunity. And knowing that merges at eleven, you made it. You did it. Thankfully, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
I am glad we want got a win here. We definitely couldn't go into merge of four and have had any sort of chance. So this was a big win for us. So this is when I like I said, Darcy and SMM or SMM sets up his neural link at this point. Uh, this is also when Bird finds uh, the spyglasses advantage on Euphoria, and oh. Oh, I never realized it was a long later. Yep, yep. Oh. Uh, th- theirs was admittedly a little less straightforward, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but uh, yeah, uh, Nay ends up the, being the vote here. Unlike the previous tribal council, it was relatively painless and straightforward. <laughs> uh, six to one vote with Nay voting for Spain. Yeah, they needed that. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and so here we are uh, on the cusp of the merge. And I don't know, like you have this extra day or so to really, I don't know, put yourself in the right headspace or whatever. Um, did you think. I don't know. Did you feel comfortable with the circumstances that you were coming into the merge with? Did you feel like this is, despite the fact that you'd won that last immunity, like, all right, we're gonna be. I'm in a tough spot. I we're gonna need to pull something out of the, out of the hat to kind of make any of this work. Uh, I don't think that I felt completely like we were at a disadvantage. I guess with the Neuralink with bird at this point i think we had a idea that we had some kind of allies going in which i think that helped i don't think that we felt like we were going into a complete mess because really they could have just taken us all out one by one and been just them going forward so i don't i don't think that was ever a worry for me i guess it should have been a little bit more but no, I think we felt a little better, but I was also by now exhausted and was just glad to not be on a plane. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I was just glad we didn't miss our flight because we also had issues at the airport. So, oh, geez, it could have been a whole lot worse than what it really was. But no, everything worked out great. Like we got really lucky and just moved on with our day. Well, that is that is fortunate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, glad disaster was averted. Oh, me too. Because yeah, I would have been the one to blame for that. I assume. <laughs> I think that's fair and reasonable. <laughs> yeah. so, very glad we didn't have to go down that road. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, all right. I think that leaves us with the merge, and uh, yep. we'll we'll get to the merge in the next episode. Part two. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at, I guess, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. Well, thank you for joining me here to recap the pre-merge portion of Nexus Park from your perspective. I appreciate it, and I, I learned a lot. <laughs> no, no problem. Just <laughs> glad. Uh, I learned some too still because some of those things I was not aware of, especially SMM getting himself kicked out of travel. So that's <laughs> great to learn. <laughs> because that might be my favorite moment. Oh, <laughs> so. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, so I, I am happy to have learned that today. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no. Uh, thank you again. And uh, please have a good rest of your day. And 
I'll, I'll see you back here for the next section. Well, thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 13th season, Sky Cruiser, is underway. Come join the lounge and watch the fireworks. Also, you can join us in the HQ during the off-season for games and trivia and other fun stuff. As always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be good, say goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be good, say adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.